For school, five more minutes, mom. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. How that often was, did we say that's a or hear that? Response yeah. now. It's just, just five more yeah. minutes. Five more minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> school tools coming up with Uncle Bill here on uh, Mike and John. Got it going on. Brought to you by Firehouse Doors. And and speaking of Firehouse Doors, we have that $100 Visa card we're giving away in last night's trivia. If we have a correct answer. Right. Which I think we do, but we'll run through the answers coming up. Yes, we will. Yes. Uncle Bill, as we said, joining us for School of the Fools. We'll have Two Cent History coming up. And local news brought to you by our friends at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's what's going on. A crash involving four vehicles, one of them a semi-tractor trailer, closed a portion of US-23 near Brighton Monday night. The crash occurred just after 9.30 p.m. on southbound US-23, south of Lee Road. It closed the southbound lanes until about 3.15 Tuesday morning. Pictures from the scene show the semi on its side and on fire. Firefighters on the scene working to douse the flames. There were reportedly two fatalities involved with the accident, although that has yet to be confirmed. You can stay tuned to MikeAndJohnPodcast.com or our Facebook page for updates once we get more information. Over 200 people attended the Township Planning Commission meeting Monday night to discuss a proposed zoning ordinance amendment that would allow for the expansion of solar power in Conway Township. Of the 40 speakers, just five showed support for the proposal. The few who spoke in support of solar energy initiatives were booed, heckled, and interrupted by members of the audience. In contrast, members of the audience started yelling in outrage when the commission told one speaker from the coalition against solar energy that her three minutes of speaking time had expired. Multiple landowners in Conway Township have been working with Ranger Power towards the installation of solar panels. As a result, the Conway Township Planning Commission has been evaluating its zoning ordinance and a new amendment's been drafted. Chief concerns that were presented by those opposed were the adverse effects such a project might have on public health, natural resources, and property values. Frequently cited concerns included the beliefs that solar panels could result in fire, flooding, infrastructure damage, toxins in soil or well water, and the potential damage to roads from construction vehicles. Brendan Miller spoke on behalf of the Land of Liberty Coalition, representing the five landowners who want to install solar panels on their property, and concluded that to prevent farmers from diversifying their income is to ensure that small farmers will be driven out of business. In the end, the commission postponed action on the zoning amendment until their January meeting. And a Lyon Township-based animal rescue group was able to successfully free a deer whose plight had been chronicled on social media from a bucket strapped to its head. The South Lyon Murphy Lost Animal Recovery Group intervened to assist a deer named, uh, nicknamed, I should say, Bucky, who'd been seen for the past several days near a Bloomfield Hills neighborhood with a plastic pumpkin bucket stuck on its face. According to trail cam photos, Bucky got its head stuck in the bucket December 7th while feeding with several other deer. It was then seen on various security cameras from nearby homes with the bucket fully covering its face. 
On Friday, members of the South Lyon Murphy Lost Animal Recovery Group used a drop net to trap Bucky so they could cut the bucket off, at which point the deer ran back into the woods free from the bucket. A post on the group's Facebook page noted that without their intervention, Bucky likely would have died. The group thanked the community for their help and then noted they are in need of a variety of supplies to assist in their efforts. The group has a GoFundMe page to receive donations, and you'll find that link at MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. And that's what's going on. Can't even imagine what it'd be like to have your head stuck in a pumpkin bucket, John. Well, you could. I mean, you, know, you could so imagine. You get your hand stuck in a yeah, cookie jar or something you know, like that. It'd uh, be the but same it's thing on your head. And, uh, yeah, the so. poor deer, Bucky, couldn't eat or drink. Next so, Christmas on the Hallmark yeah. Channel. <laughs> free it's Bucky. Free Bucky. And it'll be yeah. about a woman whose deer gets his head caught in a bucket. And a guy from the big city has to come in and <laughs> hmm. help. Hmm. They fall in love. Bucky's the best man. I'll work on the rewrite on that. On that I'm going to work on it, yeah. but I think there's a story there. That <laughs> it could be. be made into a romance. Anything's possible. <laughs> All right. This is, uh, news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Don't forget, they're celebrating National Ugly Sweater Day, Ugly Christmas Sweater Day, this Friday. And between 4 and 6, if you come to Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton with your ugly sweater, you can get your picture taken with Olaf. Mark Binkley could barely drive a car when his dad bought the best jewelry store in town from Mr. Cooper. He spent a lot of time there after school and weekends, enough to know that he loved the jewelry business. Mark and his family were exiting a Sunday church service when Mark saw something more dazzling than any precious stone. Barb Lockery. Successful and beautiful was a combination too great to resist. And around Valentine's Day, a nervous and pale Mark Binkley asked Barb Lockery to be his bride. They were married in the rustic, cozy church sanctuary where they met and decided to build Cooper and Binkley Jewelers together. You'll see them there every day, working hard just like you, helping people make special times in their lives even more special with a gift from Cooper and Binkley. They'd love to hear your stories of romance at Cooper and Binkley Diamond Jewelers in lovely downtown Brighton. They met in an ugly sweater meeting. Maybe. You Maybe never that's know. the story. Yes. Uh, last <laughs> night in our, our trivia question last night. Oh, before we get to that, don't forget we've only got we've got less than a week. That's right. To qualify for our big giveaway with Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Right, because we're going to be doing the drawing Monday, Monday the nineteenth. All right, got that finally. Right. Yes. Yeah. Last day to qualify is going to be Sunday, Sunday the eighteenth. Eighteenth. At eleven forty-five, something like that. It PM, cuts off, cuts off late. We're day. cutting off. But uh, you just go to dinner. right. Go to mikeandjohnpodcast.com. You'll see the Mike and John Giggo Holiday Giveaway banner. You can go there, enter, and uh, multiple ways to enter. By the way, up yes. to nine that we know of, and we don't know a lot, but we know that. And uh, you could up win a beautiful fourteen karat gold pendant with the die, or I should say, with uh, pearls, pearls on it from Cooper and Binkley Jewelry, more than five hundred dollar value. And we'll do that drawing again Monday the nineteenth. Out of the new brass hopper. Yeah, just over your shoulder there. Yeah, sorry. Right there. I don't know why I'm leaning. Uh, yeah, why are you leaning? It's right <laughs> there. Right. All right. So we'll get to that. Uh, so make sure you sign up. And uh, while you're on our website, mikeandjohnpodcast.com, sign up. To get your daily news updates, let's show up in your email box. They're absolutely free. About five o'clock in the afternoon, right? Get the latest news stories from Gigo News. And I've been monitoring, and I got to tell you, do uh, tell me because uh, you gotta. I'm very impressed by the amount of uh, the low amount 
the almost negligible amount of unsubscribers. You know, sometimes what? you start getting a you go like, how did this show uh, unsubscribe? Get that out of my. But most oh, okay. people, so people are subscribing, they're, they're, but they're not. And they're not unsubscribing. unsubscribing. Like yeah. they get it, and you go, "Oh, this is what it is." Eh. Yeah. And you go unsubscribe. Very no. negligible. Usually, you just subscribe yeah. to something to get the discount, and then yeah. when you get the discount, <laughs> exactly. then you get rid of it. It's right, like I don't right. need this in my email box. But people, but no, this is local. News. People do appreciate the daily local news update. Exactly. All right. All right. Last night in Monday Night Trivia, for a chance to not only have bragging rights but win. Just in time for the holidays. A $100 Visa gift card, courtesy of Firehouse Doors. And of course, uh, trivia is brought to you by our good friend, real estate agent, Tanya Zirkel. From Sold by Tanya Z. Her motto is comfort is the key to home, you know. So the question read like this. 56% of people surveyed, not those that weren't surveyed, just the people that were surveyed, (laughs) said that they will do this on a date because it makes them feel more comfortable. Mm. Didn't have to be a first date. It could be on any date. Right. So it could be date night out with your significant other. It could be you're trying to impress. Or it could be a first date. I think it's mostly first date type Ah. stuff, I think. Um, Linda answered, leave your coat on. (laughs) <laughs> I'm ready to go. Just, just, just in case. You just cold. Away. <laughs> Jeff said wear tennis shoes. Yeah. Um, Doug said pre-drink. <laughs> I'm having a pre-date <laughs> beverage. Hey, baby. <laughs> well, that could make you yeah. feel more comfortable. Well, a little liquid yeah. courage. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Or I just can understand. Show you're an alcoholic. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um... <laughs> It shows up in booze breath. <laughs> it's it could be a couple signs with that. Um, Catherine says, drive themselves. So, I'll meet you there. You know, as opposed to the old, you know, I'll pick you up. And Sure. That kind of takes, I, I think... They have an escape. Yeah. But I think most... I think most... Uh, most dates you expect Start a, with a... I I'll mean, pick you up? No, no. I'll meet uh-huh. you there. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I mean, if it's a first, if it's literally a first date, like so you're I, talking I don't really know date. this person. Let's say you're on yeah. date number six. Right. You know, you kind of you've, you've shown some interest in this person. You could still do this too. Like I said, maybe it's just a thing that people normally do. Um, play with their straw wrapper, said Melinda. Hmm. Makes them feel more comfortable. Sometimes that's like something to do with your hands. Right. Meanwhile, your date's going, Why am I what, is up with, what is up with this straw wrapper yeah. thing? What the hell? Yeah. Um, uh, be on their phone, according to Sheena. Ashley said, scout the place out that they're going to beforehand. <laughs> right. So you kind of get the lay of the land. Yeah, where's the and exits? That could be, yeah, the exit strategy. <laughs> could check out the menus so you're not, yeah. you know. Um, Judy says, have a friend call with the excuse to bail. Yeah. The old, you know. Gotta go, girl. Yeah. You get the you just say, no matter what, call me at, you know, seven thirty and you can either go, Oh, it's just a and if it's going well, you just go, Oh, it's just a telemarketer. Oh. <laughs> but if it's like not going to oh my god, what grandma, what's up? I have to go. That was happened, me reading. Happened to before <laughs> <laughs> Pay for their own meal, said okay. Anne. Sit facing the door. Making them feel more comfortable. Right. Now like, remember it's just a like comfort there's gonna thing. be a mob hit. <laughs> I gotta face the door. <laughs> um, on, the, on the flip side of things, somebody said not drink alcohol. Right. Because maybe you just get a little too chatty. Stay in your toes. You 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Be alert. Yeah. Uh, our good friend George says, go to a restaurant, bar, coffee shop where you are known. That's not a bad idea, yeah. especially if it's early in a relationship or a first right. date. Right. You know, people are very familiar. You walk in and they all go, you know, Norm. Um Mark said pass my gas. My name's John, but thanks no. for calling me Norm. Um, <laughs> Mark said pass gas, yeah. and there there could be some good to that. Is you feel more comfortable because if you're trying <laughs> to hold that in, that could be. <laughs> well, that's when you blame it on the waiter, yeah. right? Boy, that that waiter, he ooh, <laughs> like more in the drive through. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jackie yeah. said chew gum. Yeah. Car- Carla said tell jokes. Right, that uh, make you feel more loosen up the mood. Uh, Jordan bit. says Google the name of the day. A good little little oppo research, you know. See, like, all right, let's check them out and see if they're on any registries. <laughs> if they're on any, <laughs> see criminal record. What's yeah. going on here? Um, use a different name, said Great Scott. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> little cosplay. <laughs> well, anyway, I guess I could go either way. Oh, that could, that yeah, could be. Sure, you know, I feel yeah. more comfortable if you call me Bill. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, Ross says, "Belch loudly to assert dominance." <laughs> <laughs> I believe he was being a little sarcastic. You think so? Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other? Uh, any other interesting I mean, guesses? Uh, There's quite a few. Uh, lots of somebody really lines. wanted to win this yeah. gift card. I'm telling you. Um, yeah. Chew gum. Text an update to a friend. We had a couple that yeah. one was arrive early, one was arrive late. So if you feel more comfortable arriving early, so that way you do have kind of the lay of the land. Or you you arrive late just to keep that the date on their toes. Right. Brandon says bring a condom. Brandon likes to plan ahead. Well, he if he feels more comfortable yes. that way. Just in case. Now, if he's playing around with it at the table, I, I <laughs> like the straw wrapper. I don't know that that's really. Him. If he has it sitting on the table, <laughs> he just sits down and just puts it on the table. Thing. Hey. Yeah. So anyway, so here's my cell phone and my condom. <laughs> Guess what I'm expecting? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are you going? <laughs> so a yeah. lot of the guesses I think yeah. were within mind was like that it's a first date. Right. It did not it have did to be a first date. It didn't necessarily have to be that, but um, the answer, we did get a correct answer. Gosh, we got to give away the card. Yeah, we did. Ah, it's uh, Tina said, wear black. Feel more comfortable wearing right. black. I don't know. It's slimming. I suppose, right. It is a little uh, slimming. It, yeah. it shows... You know, it can't, or you, it's not fluorescent pink or something where you're like, whoa. Right. You know, it, or, it's conservative yet sharp at times. It also allows you to, if Wear the, the date doesn't dress. go away, you can be like, you say, oh, I'm actually in mourning. I have to get yeah. to the funeral. Or, so I got to go. Um, just make sure you uh, used your head and shoulders so you're not <laughs> the whole time. Or if you have a cat, there's cat hair all over your black. It's going to show. So, but uh, wear black yeah, was the yeah. uh, the answer, and was it Tina? Yeah, Tina got it, right? got it correct. Congratulations to Tina. You win the $100 gift card courtesy of Firehouse Doors. And uh, we will message Tina and make arrangements Are you sure for that. sure that wasn't a $50 gift card? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a $100 gift card. So congratulations. Well, it says $100. When you go to use it, they'll be like, um, ma'am, there's only five bucks on this thing. We, we're not sure how that happened. How'd that happen? It's outrageous, I say. It sure is. Yeah. These credit card companies. That's just amazing. Yeah. All right. So thanks to Firehouse Doors for putting up the $100 Visa gift card. And to Tanya Z, real estate agent Tanya Zirkel, sold by Tanya Z. She sponsors our trivia uh, Monday through Friday here on uh, Mike and John Got It Going On. Comfort the key to home, her uh, motto. And you can find her online at soldbytanyaz.com. Coming up tonight, we'll have TNT, your Tuesday night trivia, in which the winner with the correct answer will win John's car. 
Have you seen my car? You could the winner will not win John's car. <laughs> we will have another question coming up for you uh, tonight on, uh, on Tuesday Night Trivia. So, uh, Two-cent history lesson coming up in a bit. Uncle Bill joining us for School of the Fools. I believe you won last week. Is that I, correct? Yes, I yeah. did. I just say that. Some are saying that... Um, you know, you and Uncle Bill in cahoots. Some are saying. Some are saying. This, this is the resort I've, to. I've had to delete. This the is comments. what I'm saying. I have had to delete the comments yeah. to because I didn't want you getting upset. Right. People were saying right. Uncle Bill I favors. Oh yeah. Favors John oh, all the time. Nice. Kind yeah. of belittles Mike. That's that's okay. what some are saying. And again, and it's the classic. Some are saying. <laughs> Source is close Translation, to the situation. I am saying. <laughs> Source is close. <laughs> What I'm saying, saying is, yeah, yeah. All right, so, all right, so we'll get to that in uh, in just a little bit. Our two cent history coming up too. And um, did you hear about the pair of pants that sold for a hundred and fourteen thousand dollars? It was an old pair of pants. That's a lot of. They believe to be one of the oldest pair of jeans. Those are old pants. Yeah, a pair of work pants believed to be the oldest known pair of jeans in the world sold at auction this past weekend for a hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. How old are they? Um, they were found in a sunken trunk from a sunken trunk from 1857, a shipwreck off the coast of North Carolina. Wow. Now, they believe that this was like one of the first pair of Levi's, but Levi Strauss and Company says that's not true. Uh, some of the pants historians. <laughs> How do you so, get that gig? What, what do you do for a living? I'm a pants yeah. historian. I'm a I'm a historian. Oh, really? Uh, what uh, what era? I uh, history of pants. <laughs> Suggests that there there are links to Levi Strauss, as he was a wealthy wholesaler of dry goods back at the time. But these pants could have could have been an early version. That's what pants historians are saying. Is that what they're saying? Those at the <laughs> Levi Strauss company. Some are saying Say the in-house, yeah, closer yeah. to the pants, right, are saying that is not true. I the see. pants are not Levi's, no. nor do they believe that they were miners' work pants. <laughs> so they were just a pair of old pants that sold for one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. Wow! They probably had original tears in the knees, shreds here and there. Does not say if there were those rivets on them. Hmm. But one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars for a pair of pants. What do you auction. do with them now? I mean, you gotta. You and can't wear them. them. Check out those pair of pants. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna, now you've got to frame your pants. All right. And hang them on the wall and be like, yeah. And they go, oh, what are those pants? Oh wow, that's interesting. I guess I paid one hundred fourteen thousand dollars for that. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> but then again, yeah. well, you're a pants I, historian. Well, yeah. If you're a if you're a pantyologist. <laughs> that could be a, a whole different thing. A pantyologist is uh, a pantologist. Yeah, a pantologist. Okay. Now that's an underwear is that historian. What you tell the detectives <laughs> as they are taking you away from the crime scene. I'm a pantyologist, officer. It was just a panty raid back in college. That's all. Right. All right. <laughs> okay. Hey, they did it on Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, I know. I'm getting tired of Betty. <laughs> All right. You want to do our two-cent history lesson since we're talking about old stuff? I suppose we should, but before we do that, I think we do have to remind folks that coming up January 1st, yes, it's a brand new year. 
I don't have to remind hey, them of that. I think you know, in case you didn't know that, John's a historian. He's a calendarologist. I'm a calendarologist. <laughs> he knows. Um, when the calendar turns yeah. to January 1st, right. it's it will a new be year. a new year. But more importantly, it'll be 25 years Yes, that Firehouse Doors has been serving Livingston County residents. That's right. It'll be their 25th year. Their silver anniversary, if you will. Wow. Look at you. Family-owned. They strive to treat each customer like family. Veteran-owned Mike Witt, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. They're your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And in fact, when everyone, uh, anyone has a garage door emergency, and that's usually what they are. It's uh, the the spring breaks or the, the the motor doesn't work or whatever. Mike's phone goes off and it's like, <laughs> uh, uh, but people will, you emergency. will see on Facebook or wherever people are like, oh, hey, any recommendations? And almost. Uh, like an avalanche, people will be like, Firehouse Doors, Firehouse Doors, Firehouse Doors. They have an excellent reputation in the yes, community. They, they are the ones to go to, of course, and uh, they're your only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. And in 2023, they'll have a collector's edition of the newest garage door. Yes, they in will. In honor of their 25th anniversary. It, no, they won't. It, it'll be the but one it would be that really neat, wouldn't it? Have. Yeah. <laughs> you and could be the first here's one the thing. Do you that's ca- installed. Do you care? No. You just want a garage door that works. That's right. And they're the ones to call. Firehouse Doors. Give them a call today. 810-599-7480. Suppose you want me to do the two-cent history lesson. I don't know. Do you want to do it? Well, let me see the time. Because Uncle Bill's expecting our call. But we want to call him late or early. Probably. Why don't we call him now? You want to call him now? Yeah. Okay, we'll just do a quick rundown on, on things that are going on today. Okay. It's National Day of the Horse. Mm. This is where we appreciate the things that horses do right. for our living and our being. Favorite horse? Mr. Ed. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that would be the I mean, horse that comes to mind, well, obviously. Well, there's, there's Silver, I the was, Long Lone Ranger's now, horse. Do, do mules count? Because <laughs> I'm thinking of Max, the mule, from <laughs> Bachelor Bird. <laughs> So I don't know that you should say that because okay. Max was a sexual mule, <laughs> well, and that did cocaine and then died. But nonetheless, God rest Max. <laughs> May he rest in peace. We watched some quality movies when we were growing up. I'll tell you. Yeah, last week. Yeah. It's National Violin Day. Huh? Violin, also known as a fiddle. Hmm. Favorite violin. Well, I think we all know it was the one that Jack Benny played down in his cheese vault when he was counting out his cheese. But that wasn't Jack... Well, it was the voice of Jack Benny in the cartoon version. Down in his cheese vault. Was he called Jack Benny, though? Mr. Benny. Did he have a... Okay. Mr. Benny. uh, I don't know if they did like a Flintstones thing where they they mousified his name or whatever. No, it was Mr. Benny. Okay. That was Rochester's (laughs) assistant. Right, right. It's also U.S. National Guard's birthday today, the birthday of the U.S. National Guard. All right. Before we ramble on into other things, let's get Uncle Bill on the horn and do this week's edition of School of Fools with Uncle Bill. Plaid jacket, patches on the elbows. I've got to find Uncle Bill's number. I'm not stalling or anything. Here we go. That's okay. I was just letting Tina know she won. Is Tina happy? Well, I just sent her a message. Who's your favorite Tina? Hmm. Tina. Good morning. Good morning, Uncle Bill. Well, hello. We know we're just a couple minutes early for class, but we wanted to make sure we had our our trapper keepers ready, racers in hand, and ready to go. Well, not a problem. All right. I, I have I have my lesson plan all oh. worked out. Excellent. All right. Do you have one of those? 
blackboard pointers? Uh, Wood stick with a little tip it on the end? It like looks like a, uh, uh, like a lightsaber. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. For a long time, actually. Now, you're not talking like a, a, a laser pointer. No, no. Oh, it's actually made of very cheap plastic. All right. Yeah, that's how we are. Cheap plastic. <laughs> I'm all about I'm all about the cheap plastics. Well, okay. so. In the right place. Plastics. <laughs> all right. What's our topic today? Our topic today is the nutcracker. The nutcracker. Well, because it's right. you know holiday time, yeah, right, yeah. and it's a topic that we have not yet discussed. Yeah, so that's true. Uh, it'll center everything around from the uh, music. Uh, to the actual story that in, uh, inspired uh, the Nutcracker. All right. The Nutcracker and the Mouse King. All so, right. are you guys ready for some exciting action? Are we ready? <laughs> you ready for some Nutcracker action? <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, gee, when you put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yes. Nurse, Nurse Ballbricker's here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's our first question? Our first question, true or false, Tchaikovsky conducted the inaugural concert at Carnegie Hall. Hmm. Is that true or false? Is that true, John, or false? What do you think? You won last week. I'm thinking. Well, it's A or B. I think that's true. John says that sounds true. Hmm. Mike? Can you tell me the year? Oh, well, wait a minute. Uh, no, I, thank you. I'll I'll say that's. I, mean, uh, I could. But yeah. I'm not going to. Well, it probably wouldn't help me anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say. say false. Alrighty, uh, it is true. Yes, he he conducted the inaugural concert at Carnegie Hall. That's right. So, Tell Tchaikovsky the news. There, there, there you go. Tell him. <laughs> Tell him. How, and he was the first one to ask, "Hey, how do you get to Carnegie Hall?" <laughs> He's the originator of that joke. Yeah. I wow, waka waka. It. And it's not gotten any funnier through the no. years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, E.T.A. Hoffman is the author of The Nutcracker and the Mouse King, which is the short story that the opera uh, ballet, The Nutcracker Suite, is based upon. Right. E.T.A.'s name was Ernst Theodore Amadeus Hoffman. Yes. What was E.T.A.'s original third name? <laughs> Instead of Amadeus, what was his uh, original ooh. third name? Was it Frederick, Wilhelm, Augustus, or Hans? Hmm. Well, you want me to go first? Well, you're yes, winning right. and you won last week. I'm going to say it's Hans. Hans. See, I was going to say Hans, uh, too. Well, I asked you. Um, but I can't. Yeah. What were the other ones? Frederick, <laughs> Wilhelm, and Augustus. Oh, it's Wilhelm. Oh, okay. If it's not Hans, it's Wilhelm. Uh, sure. All right. Because ETW well, would... See, yeah. Oh, wow. He but thought ETA would sound better. a fan of Amadeus Mozart, yeah. and he decided to change his third name from Wilhelm to Amadeus. Right. So, Rock me how Amadeus. about that? All right. All right. Now we're tied. tied. So now you got to tell me, what was ETA's primary occupation? Because he wasn't just an author. But what did he really do for a job? Was he an accountant, a lawyer, a tailor, or a cobbler? 
I um, do you want to go first? We're tied, you know. We are tied. Yeah. All right. I I happen to know he was a cobbler. All right. Mike says cobble me some shoes. Yeah. That's right. So he fixed the shoes. I think you're close. You think he yeah, was a tailor? He was a tailor. I think he was a tailor. Yeah, all right, you yeah. guys. So you guys went with tailor or cobbler? Right. Uh, lawyer. Actually, he was a lawyer. That was must his. not have been very good if yeah. he had the right place. Or he's billing people at three fifty an hour while he's writing a bunch of plays. <laughs> <laughs> well, back then, being a musician, author, artist was not really held in high regard. As so, it is, as opposed to today. Today, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, like Tchaikovsky actually was a civil servant in Russia hmm. because, again, conducting or right. composing music was not considered and. To be quite honest, Tchaikovsky was not uh, renowned uh, until much later in his life. His his plays and operas were not as well received as they are today. Yeah. So they, they complained right. about him at the office. He's waving his stick around all the time. <laughs> People, the you do this, you do that, and there? he's just waving it around. Hey, what do they call that thing? The, he's working on the troublemaker in the office HR saw him a lot <laughs> do we have to have the cannon fire every hour like <laughs> this guy's a spaz it's just to wake him up <laughs> alright have you seen the weapons he's bringing in alright now here we go uh, in the dance of the sugar plum fairies yes. what new musical instrument did Tchaikovsky use? Ooh. Was it a glockenspiel, a typophone, a celesta, or a delsatone? Oh. So what new Ooh. musical instrument did he use in the dance of the sugar See, if you would have said oboe, I just, for whatever reason, yeah, I was going to go with so. oboe, but mm, uh, that's no, not one of the choices. Not, so. No, so you can oboe say it if not, you want. Oboe was not a choice. <laughs> yeah, right. Because oboe was not information I looked up. No. So. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. I so. verified this on three different sites. Wow. So. Okay. You think, the, you think the name of the instrument <laughs> is difficult. Come up with three names of instruments that are instruments but are not the right instrument. Right. Yes, that's true. That. This is so. one that he introduced or was yes. first introduced first to, yeah. during the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. Yes. Right. A new musical instrument. Right. So now we've completely forgotten our four yes, choices, and, and it's not the oboe. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Type of phone, Celesta, or a Delsatone. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Do you want to go first? No, nah, you go first. Go first. Okay. Time. <laughs> I just gotta say, Glock and Spiel. All right. What was the name of that? Bit? <laughs> it sounded like a fun it's, name. Oh, is that is that a Glock and Spiel I hear? John is all over the Glock. Oh, hell yeah, I am. <laughs> Try and stop me. He, he thinks it's a substitute for guacamole. <laughs> um, there is no substitute. No, no, there no is. that's true. All right, there's just no substitute. Um, uh, the, the, the phone thing. <laughs> the, the type of phone? The type of phone. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, it, no, it is a... Um, Celesta. Which sounds yeah. like a, a drug sounds, for erectile dysfunction. May cause diarrhea. It's a uh, type of uh, piano ah. that uses like metal plates. Ah. And so it gives a very distinct like ping 
type mm. sound that you need for the dance of the sugar plum fairies. Wow. So, mm. all right. According to my records, you guys are tied. Yeah. Wow. Going to the tiebreaker on, on the nutcracker. Seems like every week it comes down to a tiebreaker. Mm. You're really so, doing your homework on this stuff. I, it takes a while. So here we go. In what year did the nutcracker premiere? And you have anywhere from 1885 to 1905. Hmm. Wow, you have the honor, Sherman. Okay. I'm going to say 1896. All right, 1896. Correct. All right, Mike. It was from 1895, you said? 1885. 1885. It was an 1887. Yes. All right. Uh, actually, John, you won. So what, what was the it year? was 1892. Oh. So John was four away. Oh. Mike was five yeah. away. Oh, wow. That. I was going to say 82. <laughs> I was shooting 88, and I go, no, I think it was 87. Yeah. You know, it was well, a good year for hair band. did have another... Tie, a double tie. So, no. so this all worked out. You're welcome, Uncle Bill. On the fly. <laughs> I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. What is it? <laughs> What's my favorite color? <laughs> all right. All right. Nice nut cracking job, Uncle yes, Bill. Yes, our nuts have been cracked. Um, yes. Congratulations, you. you are the Nutcracker King. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. Every time I sit down in shorts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so, I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Sounds good, buddy. Have a great week. Yep, thank you. Congratulations. Another win and the tiebreaker. Man. You know, we should also congratulate yes. the Fowlerville bowling team. The FBT got an email there from uh, one of the members of the team. Is that they open up their match play season Monday against Lansing Unified? Great start for all three teams. Girls won twenty nine to one. Emma Wilbur rolled the high game of two hundred four. The JV boys team took a win twenty eight to two with Hayden Dexter rolling the high game one fifty two. And the varsity boys also took a win sixteen fourteen with Brentwood rolling the high game of one eighty. Brentwood sounds like a bowler name, doesn't it? It kind of does. Approaching Alley Six <laughs> is Brentwood. He's wearing that wrist guard. Are those legal in bowling? I don't no? know anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, you know, when when you watch bowling for dollars, right. uh, the big guys they had those <laughs> okay. those wrist protector yeah, things. We're, we're very old. Mentioned bowling for dollars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, sure. Well, their congratulations. Next home meet will be January 9th against Charlotte at the Howell Bowlerdrome. Roll on. So, yeah. Just wanted no, that's that cool. so very cool. Did you ever bowl? Were you a, a bowler? On a team, no. See, I was. Oh a, no, that's not true. I was well, not like on a school team. I was. I was in a league at one yeah. point, but uh, I was like eight. Okay, I was in a league. <laughs> no, really, I was. It was you know something for my mom to get me out of the house, and um, I was probably the low man on the team. You know, if I bowled an eighty, I was doing good. Right, but. Yeah, try and break a hundred. <laughs> Those try, were good. Try good to get times when you break a hundred. Yeah. You know, we had a coworker who, if you remember, when we bowling was a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we bowling. It's a little easier. He talked about how he was like, "I'm really good at we bowling," but then we went bowling with the family, and I, I didn't do as good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ball's a little heavier. Yeah, it's a little. 
It's a little different. See, the thing about when you went bowling is most of us didn't have our own bag with a ball and shoes. So right. you had all the rental, right. and then you got to go down the alley, and you got to find a ball that somewhat fits your finger pattern. That doesn't look gross. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> or is it chipped off? Or is it pink? You know? And you're like, because I'm not rolling the pink one. Um, there was nothing wrong yeah. with rolling the pink balls. A little lighter, you get yeah. some speed out of that thing. Well, maybe. But when you got like the thumb that has chips on it, right. no, you're, you don't you're wrecking that. your right. thumb as you're trying to bowl. Right. That was my excuse for not breaking 100. <laughs> sure. I couldn't find the right yeah. ball. Or the yeah. finger holes were too yeah. tight. <laughs> kind of get stuck as you're going to roll. Right. And you throw it and it goes whoop, whoop bam, bam, and it hits yeah. the, the lanes, and then the guy at the counter is like, hey, lane hey. four. Yeah. Calm down. So but yeah. uh back when, when I was little, I don't think they had bumper bowling because I know when my kids were they yeah. put up the bumpers for the I don't kids. think they uh, No, I don't remember. It was like bowling. you just take hey, hey gutter ball. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like oh you know, we don't yeah. want anyone's. We don't want or, anybody being called yeah. gutter ball. Oh but, gutter uh, ball bobs up. Oh no. You know, but uh, I kind of liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like pool. You <laughs> just find your spot to hit the just, bumper just, so it if you put the right spin on it and hit the bumper, you know, maybe they need to have bumper bowling leagues. They may. You know? Bumper bowling leagues for adults. Exactly. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Open bar. Yeah. You're well, good to go. Yeah, they are. <laughs> All, right. All right. It's time for our Two Cent History Lesson. Today is the 13th of December. Our Two Cent History Lesson brought to you by Drew Goble and Oakland Insurance. That's right. Give Drew a call, 248-647-2500. It was on this day in 1759, the first music store in America opened. It was in Philadelphia. Wow. First music store. Not record store. I would Music store. They, you know, it's like Glockenspiels and, and whatever. Spoons. <laughs> Play the spoons. Uh, a comb and a piece of paper. Tambourine. 1903, and this could be disputed, ice cream cones were invented by Italo Marcion in New York. Some people thought it was a World's Fair in Iowa or something like that. It was in St. Louis. That's the other story that the guy ran out of uh, dishes to scoop ice cream. Poor planning. He took the guy that had funnel cakes or whatever next door and he folded them up and stuck it in there. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. As the great ice cream cone uh, debate continued in 2000 or 1000 or 1903. (laughs) 1903, the Wright brothers made their first flight Hmm. at Kitty Hawk. Wow. North Carolina. I wonder if they had luggage. I don't think so. I think barely got off the ground as it was. I know, but it was like, hey, throw a suitcase in the back, make it look good. Just saying. (laughs) 1950, James Dean began his career with an appearance in a commercial. Know what the product was? Brill cream. Little dab will do you. No, it was uh, Pepsi. Really? Yep. Pepsi commercial. 1966. The Jimi Hendrix Experience recorded Foxy Lady. Foxy. You don't hear that term anymore. No, it's uh, kind of outdated. I, th- I think we need to re- it's resurrect like Foxy. Foxy was kind of a 60s thing. <coughs> Mama was a 70s thing. Oh, hey, then, Mama. then you got Foxy Mama. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's a Foxy Mama. That was in the interim between those two. Huh. sort of combined them. And then well, um, it was a mashing yeah. of Foxy and Mama. And then when did Babe? Babe came around eighties, late seventies, maybe yeah, late seventies. Some people still say Babe. Went from Foxy to Mama to Babe, and then Bay. <laughs> well, that's different. Okay. Yeah. And there was Hottie. 
hottie was so nice. Back nineties all the way. Yeah, she's a hottie. Oh, you're a no, hottie. I'd go back yeah. to Foxy then. I would go back to Foxy. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing we're not dating. <laughs> back to Foxy. Hey, Foxy. Hey, just stay over there. Hey, hottie Foxy mama. Hey, Foxy mama. <laughs> Let me get my El Camino and <laughs> 2000, Republican George W. Bush claimed the U.S. presidency 36 days after the election. Democrat Al Gore conceded defeat. That was the whole hanging Chad thing, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yes. And not many people were. And we resolved these issues, and we've had no disputes ever since. Elections were clean right (laughs) after that. Absolutely. There were no Chads. Yeah. No hanging Chads. Well, they got rid of the hanging Chads. There's a little hanging Chad. See it? That little little thing there. Just hanging. Right. Yeah. Punch cards. I kind of want to go back to the punch (laughs) cards. To the hanging (laughs) Chads. 2003, ousted Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein was captured by U.S. forces while hiding in a hole under a farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Where's your leader? He's, He's in a hole under a farmhouse. <laughs> and finally, 2012, a collection of love letters written by Mick Jagger to Marsha Hunt, who was a, uh, an American singer, sold at auction for approximately... $237,000. Wow. The letters were penned in the summer of 1969 when Mick got his first real six string at the five and dime. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh-huh. Rolling Stone's front man was in Australia at the time. The letters were believed to be the inspiration for the band's hit, Brown Sugar. Now, you know, I think we learned something okay. pretty darn big today. Yeah. Don't you? I, I, you weren't what, impressed what was by that? In the, what's in the letters? That's what we need to know. What well, was he saying? If, the, what was her name? Marsha Hunt? Marsha Hunt, okay. yes. So if you had $237,000, you'd know what's yeah. in those letters. What did her brother Mike say? <laughs> you think you're funny, don't you? I do. You, you think do, you're actually. funny. I think I am, yeah. I haven't seen him. Oh, okay. So I don't <laughs> you're know. You're not going to no. put the phone... <laughs> Is anyone? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank Look you very up much. the lyrics oh, okay. to Brown Sugar, and well, we will know. Well, I know the lyrics to Brown Sugar. I'm do not you know the lyrics all? to Brown Sugar aren't going to tell you what was in but, the letter. But see, that the letters were penned in 69, yeah. in the summer of 69. Okay. Hold While on. Mick was in Australia, all right. probably sitting in his home telling they're believed to be the inspiration Brown for Brown Sugar. How come you taste so good? Now here's what it says. It says he was he was in Australia filming the movie Ned Kelly. Yeah, which nobody liked. Hunt, Marcia Hunt was his girlfriend and the mother of his first child, Karis, and he wrote the song with her in mind. Let's see, it's an inspiration. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> Whether you wanted to or not. <laughs> well, that was kind of a. Anticlimactic. Yeah. You kind of wanted to hear something sassy. Well, that's what I'm sassy, saying. You know, but, yeah. like, you know, but it probably was like, "Dear Marsha, it's a Here little I hot. Sit. It's a little hot today. I'm down under. I don't know what accent I'm using, but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but you know, it's probably boring. That's the thing you expect it to be. Wow, it's Mick Jagger. It's gonna be so sexy and yeah. you know, romantic and hot. And it's probably just you know, please send my underwear. How are you doing? Yeah. 
that's uh, that's your two cent history lesson brought to you by <laughs> Oakland Insurance. No refunds. <laughs> Drew Goble at Oakland Insurance and Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance. He believes the best relationships are honest, upfront, and fair, like that that Mick Jagger had with Marsha Hunt. Yep, upfront and fair. And if you want to get Frank about insurance, I'm bringing in some guy named Frank. Call Drew Goble at Oakland Insurance, 248-647-2500. Yeah. You know, I said we were going to give away John's car oh, yeah. uh, in trivia tonight. We're not. No. Because John's got to take his car and make sure it's ready for winter to Murphy's Family Auto. And I you will. should, too. I'll get the whole shebang when I go. That's right. Tell them we yeah. sent you. I'll say, I sent me. <laughs> and you'll get 5% off, just like I everybody else. Okay. I, I was sent by me. <laughs> I sent me. All right, sure, whatever. <laughs> okay, Frico. Please. Well, it looks like we need some brakes uh, worked on here. Maybe your electronics. Yeah. Transmission. Yeah. Maybe you want to make sure that heat's going to be ready for this upcoming true. winter. Call Murphy's Family Auto today, 517-552-3040. They're open on Saturdays from 8 to 1. That's right. And again, if you say, I sent me. Or Mike and John or sent Mike me. Or Mike and John sent you. If you're not us. Right. Then you'll get the 5%. Off. I mean, you wouldn't say, Mike and John sent you. Right. You would actually say, Mike and John sent me. But don't say, Mike and John sent John. No. You want to say, Mike and John sent... Mike and John told me to come in. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. And then you get yeah. the 5%. Yeah, there you go. That's how you do it. Uh, all right. So uh, we have these uh, really cool night lights from Mick Nightlights with our logo and even our pictures on. Right. right. And, and matter of fact, we got an email from somebody that, that did get their Mick Nightlights night lights. And they had... Uh, they had like a lighthouse on, on theirs. But right. they said, you know... They're very complimentary. A family member that you would like yeah. to have encased in high quality resin and lit up at night to make sure you get through your hallways safe and sound make night lights the place to go upload a photo of your loved ones favorite pads cherished memories and make night lights can turn it into a beautiful night light using high quality liquid resin in their 3d printer yeah, not that it's cheap plastic filament Heck no. This anyone stuff can is use, pretty thick. Anyone can use that. This stuff is pretty thick. You want the good stuff. They got the it's, good stuff. It's not flimsy. No, not at all. If you buy one, 20 bucks, 15 each. If you buy more than one, free shipping on orders of four or more. Find out more at makenightlights.com. Hey, we're doing a show here. I was looking no for time that, to be I was surfing looking for that, that comment. I was well, it was, I think it was in our email. <laughs> no, I looked there. It wasn't there. It wasn't I, think they, I think she posted it somewhere, but uh, I can't. It was after it. yesterday's show. Yeah. But she posted it on an older show. I remember that. Oh, that was, was, that that was the thing show? that caught my attention. Yeah, I was like, uh, oh, well, that's what, that was an older show. Gotcha. Nonetheless. All right. That's going to do it for us today. <laughs> oh, thank we'll be God. back tomorrow with oh. Haywood Banks. He's got a new Christmas CD out. I know that guy. Haywood Banks. Yeah. Yeah. Be joining us tomorrow to talk about his new Christmas CD. Uh, also, your two cent history lesson. Of course, tonight we'll have another trivia question coming up for you, and we'll be back on on Wednesday for Mike and John. Got it going on. giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.